Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio producing a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on The Shadow. This episode was originally aired on April 14th, 1946, and it's called The Unburied Dead. Good evening, gentlemen. Young man, won't you get in? 
Wait a minute. Just watch the profit. Oh. Oh. Nice. In with him. All right. Still beating? That can be six. Six is there, eight. Deacon, you wanted to see me? Why, hello, Mr. Peck. A nice. you pump. Come in, come in. Any hits in the plan? On the contrary, my dear friend. You die tomorrow night. Will that be convenient? Yes, the sooner the better. But how about... Everything has been arranged. Come with me. Oh, button your coat, Peck. It's chilly in here. Our merchandise requires it. Hello, boys. All right, Deacon. Come along real nice. Take a look. Oh, come in, Miss Peck. What are they doing with that blowtorch? Arranging things. The features disappear as though white clean with a damp leg. Cover it up. Cover it up. But, my good man, we're rather proud of this job. One of the most difficult we've had. I don't want to see him. Well, you assist. Now, about some money, Peck. Yes, I've got it here. $25,000. Oh, I should have called you about that. The price has gone up. It's 50000 now. What? But you... Said... I know, but additional expenses cropped up. You know, you're a hard man. It... But this is murder. Unfortunately, yes. But you're so lanky. And that red hair of yours was a problem. But I didn't authorize murder. I did. Now, Mr. Peck, Daddy will go home with you and bring back the money. And be sure you give him one of your suits and your dental cups. You got one, didn't you, Mr. Yes. Good. Well, I guess you're all ready for the hideout. Anything else you can think of? No. Oh, come, Mr. Peck, cheer up. Just think. By this time tomorrow night, you'll be dead. You see this girl wants my help, Margot? Yes. Well, why me? Well, Lamont, the police won't listen to her, and, uh, she's heard of your interest in criminology. Oh, that must be she now. Hello, Hilda. Come on. Ah, uh, Hilda, this is Lamont Cranston. Lamont, this is Miss Ellison. How do you do, Hilda? How do you do? Margaret says you'd like my help. Tell me, what can I do for you? Help me find my employer. He's missing. See? Uh, when did you last see him, Hilda? About an hour ago, in the city morgue. Oh, but Hilda... You said he was missing. He is. That man in the morgue is not Mr. Peck. Mr. Peck? Isn't that the man I read about this morning? He ran his car into a tree and he was branded. That's what the police said. Hilda, wasn't the body identified? Yes. But only by his ring and watch and things like that. Oh, but Hilda, surely his relative. He had none. He was all alone. Well, tell me, why are you so sure that isn't Mr. Peck's body in the morgue? His glasses. The steel rimmed ones he always wore. Everything else he carried was found on the body. But not his glass wore Hilda. Maybe he didn't wear them. That's impossible. He was blind without them. Oh, I know it sounds crazy. Crazy, but, but very intriguing, Hilda. You mean you'll help? Well, I don't know what I can do. But I'll run down to the morgue with you and have a look at that body. Way, folks. Best burn case we got this year. Then the yours, 
Not exactly. He was the employer of this young lady. Yeah. I seen him here this morning. She must like the place. I, I wanted my friends to see him. Well, everybody to his taste. Pretty. It's horrible. Well, fire ain't a beauty cure, lady. Oh. What did the coroner put down as the cause of death? You kidding? Just since she didn't die of old age. I was just wondering about the skull. Seems to be badly fractured. Yeah. He ran into a tree, banged his skull against the windshield. Finished with him? Yeah. Are the police satisfied that uh, this is Peck's body? Yeah. Ain't you? Well, I know, Liddy, I know. You told me all about it this morning. But the cops had a guy down checking his teeth with a dentist shot. It seem all right. Well, Hilda, I'm sorry, but I guess we're barking up the wrong tree. Uh, excuse me, folks. I see I got some other customers. Hello, Ace. You and Gabby out shopping? Hi, right, please. Got our latest on back yet? Yep. Yes, come in. You or you? Right. We'll pick them up tonight at 10 Those men. What about them, Hilda? I've seen them before. Ain't been coming up to Mr. Peck's office for the past few weeks. Probably friends of his. They're handling a race. But he never knew them until a month ago. Why should they handle a race? Well, I don't know. Well, here comes the attendant. We'll ask him. Would you like to see some of our other star boarders? Oh, no, thank you. All I want to see is the light of day. Um, could you tell me who those uh, two men were? Or oh, them that just left? Yes. Them's Ace Dugan and Gabby Harris from the Deacon's place. The Deacon? I thought everybody knew the deacon. He runs that port of peace burial service. You know, when a guy's got nobody and he's slated for Potter's Field, the deacon claims him and gives him a decent plan. I see. But Mr. Peck wouldn't go to Potter's Field. Oh, relax, lady. Peck left instructions himself to turn the body over to the deacon. Seen the letter myself. Well, I guess that's that. Let's get out of here. Right, Margo. Thank you, attendant. Oh, it's okay. Drop in any time. Hey, socially, I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry I dragged you both down here. You must think I'm an awful fool. Not a fear, Hilda. Matter of fact, I find this little puzzle rather stimulating. I think I'll look into it a little more deeply. Come on, Hilda. We'll drop you to your place. <laughs> Gabby. Just a minute, gentlemen. Well? We're set to go. The car is given Excellent, Gabby. Excellent. Everything is going according to plan. Not everything. What do you mean? That dame that works for Peck's office, she was at the morgue when we walked in. I think she recognized it. How very unfortunate for her. She must be wise that the second time she was there today, this time she had company. Huh? Who? Guy and a dame. And if they didn't look like anything to lose any sleep over. Maybe not, but that secretary of Peck's is as dangerous as a rattlesnake. Hmm. So, Gabby? Have you never heard that when a rattlesnake is dangerous, you merely do a fang? Ain't a fang that bothers me, Deacon. It's your tongue. Gabby may be right, Deacon. Oh, nonsense. We've handled hundreds of people here who had tongues. They weren't dangerous. Yeah, they were dead. Oh, I did. When do we take care of? In due time. Hmm. Hear me. Well, gentlemen, 
It looks like we're going to have to sacrifice Peck. Huh? What are you talking about? Alive, but Peck represents a nice bit of money. But dead, he represents 60. We can't afford to let our profitable business go by the board for the sake of one man. It's yeah, a shame, boys. Well, then. Gentlemen, we'd better pick up the body now. And then while I'm arranging to get Mr. Peck here, you two boys can see to Miss Hilda Keith. <laughs> Please, please. Max. He's not dead, all right, but I don't think they were murdered. What? 
burial society, darling. These are the bodies our friend the deacon rescued from Potter's Field. Oh, well, then why not bury them? Easy, darling. <laughs> Wait a minute, what's this? Corpse trapped in a dental chair? I am not interested in anything but getting out of here. Come on, please, let's go. Wait a minute, darling. Look at this. Full dental equipment. Why should a corpse want a dentist? When we find that out, Margot, I think we'll have the whole story. Lamont, you mean you see some pattern to this ugly madness? Yes, sir. A definite pattern. I begin to see the dim outlines of one of the most horrible rackets we've ever run across. Well, all right, darling, but can't we go now? Yes. I think it's time the Shadow paid a visit to the city morgue. I've got to see Peck's body again to check my theory. <laughs> Hey, she bit my head. Oh, 
Cooper's announced the death sentence for the deacon and his gang this morning, Lamont. And Ted got a jail sentence, I see. Yes, the deacons was a vicious racket, Margot. Running a free burial society so he'd have access to unclaimed bodies. Yes, but why did he want them? The substitute for men he'd insured heavily, or men like Peck who wanted to disappear and start all over someplace else. Oh. Peck's red hair and lanky build made it necessary to get a special body. They had to kill a man who resembled him. Then, of course, they intended to use that to blackmail Peck for the rest of his life. How horrible. But I don't understand how you solved it so fast. I saw that dental chair in the burial building it dawned on me. What? It put fillings into the corpse's teeth. So it would check with the supposed victim's teeth. Well, but if it was all so perfect, why were they going to kill Pat? Because of Hilda. She seemed to know too much. Deacon was too smart to spoil a good racket. He was going to let the police find the real Peck body in the casket. And then Hilda would become another one of his unclaimed bodies. It was almost foolproof. Well, I'm glad it's over. One more visit to that morgue would finish me. And that little attendant. Ooh. I wouldn't say that about him, Margot. You know, I actually believe he took a shine to you. The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. So the next time Margot insists on going with Lamont in some dark place, he should be like, you know, remember that time we broke into that place and we were trying to be sneaky and not use our flashlights so nobody knows that we were in there and then you started screaming your ever-loving head off? Yeah, that's why you're going back to the car and wait. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.